What's up, everybody, and welcome to another segment of my Christian walk. Well, I'm in Southern California. That's where I uh, broadcast from using this fantastic tool, Anchor. And I want to talk today about sex, sexual behavior, sexual immorality in relationship to morality. And as an older person, I feel that there are differences. Uh, I'm not going to quote from the Bible. I'm just going to tell you what I believe to be true based on my faith and my experience. So apply it as you will take it for what it's worth. So first of all, sex sells. Have you ever heard of that phrase? Obviously, that's a rhetorical question. Sex does sell. There's a reason for that. You know, sex is something that has gone through uh, several significant changes. You know, you look at uh, old uh, video uh, tapings of the protests and musical demonstrations with free love, the hippie movement and all that, the sexual so-called revolution. You know, it can all appear differently depending on the decade we're looking at. But in essence, I think sex represents a certain, it's either one or the other. Sex is either A, under the umbrella of a committed marital-like relationship. And there's a reason why I say marital-like. Now, I was talking to a priest in a confessional, and I mentioned to the priest, I said, you know what, I'm divorced, but I am committed to this woman, and I am having sex with her. She's somebody that I intend to marry, and I am fully committed. And he basically lambasted me and told me I was committing a sin as a Catholic. Well, first of all, I'm not a practicing Catholic. I was baptized a Catholic. I went through Catholic school. I'm not down, quite frankly, with what the priest said, uh, opinion-wise, about my so-called uh, amoral behavior. I'm more concerned about the heart. And I'm just going to tell you right off the bat that if you look at marriage as being the only requirement for sexual behavior, then are you really going to say that we, in this day and age, if we want to have sex, need to get married? I think that is absolutely ludicrous. But what I will say is that in our hearts, and trust me, God knows our hearts, if we're going to, and, and I'm just going to stop myself, I think it does matter as to where you're at in your station of life in how you proceed with intimacy of a sexual nature with your spouse, with your potential spouse, with your person that you honor and love and are committed to. Now, I would say in the olden days, you know, in, in, ancient, in the ancient world, um, having a marriage would be nothing more than uh, having a person of uh, uh, close proximity who you wanted to be with and that person's family would give you sheep or goat or a herd or whatever, whatever they wanted to bequeath onto you as the person that was going to be taking their uh, daughter as your wife. It wasn't a civil, legal, and trust me, going through a divorce, it's quite insidious, the kind of break that you legally have with a person when you're legally married to them. 
It is horrendous. Is that what God means? Is that what God means when he says that you must be, as husband and wife, married? I don't believe so. I believe what God means is he does not want you to be taking on sexual partners for any reason other than a full-on commitment. If two people are fully committed to themselves and they are there till death do them part, then does a marital license really uh, represent what God wants for you to have? This is just me talking to you, my Christian walk. I'm going to say no. I have a girlfriend right now. I love this girl. Okay, I am intimate with her. It's a long-distance relationship. I'm not going to say her name. I do not cheat. I do not have any other person that I am tempted to be with intimately. That is my commitment under God. Now, will we ever get married? I'm not going to lay out for you all the personal details of our relationship. If I get married and I think about that with this woman, and in my heart, I am married. And she is married in her heart to me and that we do not cheat we do not entertain we do not put ourselves in positions to be tempted beyond our capability of restraint to be with any other person that's it now i think god blesses that i think god blesses that because that is what god designed other than procreation intimacy for. Now, you got to think about this. If you are intimate with somebody, it is the most private fusion of your energy, physically, emotionally, spiritually, that you can have with another person. That is why the Bible says, be careful who you lay with. And that sinning outside your body is one thing, but sexual sin. Now, what is sexual sin? Here's the plain truth of it. Sexual sin is being with somebody for purely physical, sexual gratification with no love, no commitment whatsoever. That is sexual sin. I will live and die by that statement. Now, a person may disagree with that. A believer may disagree with that. And I'm not trying to stumble anybody. As a matter of fact, I don't even know if stumble is something that I am entirely empowered to do. As a person that believes in Jesus Christ, as a person that believes in, in, in God and believes in God's laws and believes that I, I understand the seriousness of an intimate relationship. I am fully confident that at this stage in my life, and I'm not going to say my age, but I am not a young person, that I fully understand the value of only having intercourse with somebody that you are fully committed to. Now, there are no guarantees. I mean, even people that are that have been the most staunch, moralistic people, a person could bow out of that relationship. A person could divorce. There's no guarantee. That's scary. That's scary enough with two believers as opposed to two secular people. Not saying that if you're secular, you can't be committed, but think about it. What is more the mainstream mindset about sex? in the world we live in today. And, and let's just talk about, let's start with young people. Do young people believe that when they're out clubbing or going out, that it's more normal 
to have sex if you're horny or do they believe that you need to be in a serious relationship only then should you be uh, intimately involved with somebody I'm going to say it's definitely the first one in this secular world that we live in Satan is the ruler of the air of this world that we live in what is the mantra that's being promoted to be only with somebody you love or if you feel so empowered and desired and you're not hurting anybody. Well, first of all, that's nonsense because the person you're hurting is the other person in yourself. If you're going to embark on any kind of an intimate uh, experience where you are not fully in love with that person. That is what God designed love making for. For people that are in a fully committed relationship. Now, is marriage going to, I know in the Catholic Church, marriage is a sacrament, pretty sure, if I recall correctly. In a non-Catholic belief system like Protestant Christianity, are young people held to a different standard? I think they are. I think young people today are much more likely to be needed, needing to be pushed spiritually to accept that God does not bless non-marital-like relationships, okay? And then you got to go into what's the intention of the person for not getting married? Is it because they just want to enjoy the perks of being intimate with somebody else and they don't want the commitment? Well, that's fraudulent. God can't bless that. God can't bless that. Nor do I think it's okay to say, well, if you want to get, you know, physical, let's get physical, physical. If you want to get physical with somebody, that you can only do that with marriage. I mean, that, that just sounds so ridiculous. Like, I'm horny. I just want to have sex. I've got to get married. No. There's got to be that love. There's got to be that prayer. There's got to be that, that synchronicity. There's got to be that equally yoked phenomena commitment that's going on there's so many things involved now before i end this at least you think i'm i'm not a true believer i am i'm a true believer in jesus christ i'm a true believer again in that the way to live intimately with a person is to be full-on committed in this modern day and age with all the attachments that go with a legal binding marriage, is that the pinnacle of what God says we must do in order to be blessed by him? Absolutely not. I don't believe that. Okay? So I'm going to say the norm is not to be in love with somebody particularly if you're a non-believer. It is actually probably uh, a rare occurrence for that to happen. In other words, I don't think, again, young people in this world, at least in, let's just talk about the American culture, walk around and say, no, I can only, I can only have sex with you if we're going to be fully committed, where we love each other, where we, we respect each other, and we are, we are going in the direction of marriage and having children. That is what I think young people should absolutely be looking for. It is the umbrella of love 
and God's blessing that will make that relationship flourish and last. Now, I'm not going to go into any testimony of my life in this area. I will only say that I am a different person now than I was through much of my earlier years. And I wish, I wish that I had the spiritual awakening that I do now. I wish I would have had that in my younger days. You can't look back. You got to move forward. You can't dwell on the past. But I am very, very confident that what I am talking about on this segment, in this segment right now, is, is... synonymous and in accordance with what God believes is best for his children. All right? So think about that. If you're having sex with somebody and you don't love them and you're just doing it because it's something you enjoy, I'm going to say you got to stop for your own spiritual well-being. Stop. That is not what God is, is going to bless and it's not what God says sexual intercourse is for. Okay? Turn it around. Make a decision to do what's right, not fraudulent. Even if you say, well, we both, you know, say we're not really committed, but it's just, you know, friends with benefits. God, I hate that. No, that's not what, that's not what God, who created sex, created sex for. As a matter of fact, it's for our protection, y'all. Only when it is under the umbrella of 1,000% commitment and love. Is it going to be blessed by God? All right? All right, everybody. I feel like I should be playing that George Michael song, I Want Your Sex. No, actually, no. I don't want to play that song, but it just came up in my mind. All right. Peace. Have a good one.